Tea and the Buddy with me, Dominic. And me, Erica. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about a British tradition that's soothing and comforting. No, we're not talking about the hobnob. We're talking about the shipping forecast. Oh my god, please. And do we have to talk like this for the entire episode? Yes, we do. Ow! Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> we'll get back to no- well, normal service has resumed anyway. <laughs> so if you don't know, the shipping forecast is basically a forecast of like the weather for ships around Great Britain, the Isles of... Britain and the British Isles, basically. Yeah. Uh, it's something that's been a tradition since, well, since the BBC began, really. I mean, before that, it was um, published in newspapers. It's done by the BBC? It's done by the BBC on behalf of the Met Office, okay. which is the Meteorological Office. Oh, okay. Um, not, not the Metropolitan not Police. Not the Metropolitan <laughs> Police, no. Not the Met. There's several Mets in Britain, but the Met... Is the Met Office is um, the the weather forecasting? It should um, be the Meat Office. Why is it the Meat Office? If it's for meteorological. Yes, but you don't spell it M E A T, so, do you? It's pronounced like the Meat Office is something different. <laughs> it's where you go buy your meat, in it, or where you go meet someone. <laughs> that would be M E E T. Well, exactly. <laughs> but anyway. Um, if you're if you're British, you'll know all about this. Yeah, we it's... have to put a little disclaimer in that I know nothing about this. It's only it's something that's very traditionally British. I only first and heard... it's been yeah, it's been going for Who? decades, Some... centuries even. I only first heard about it like a couple years ago, literally, literally like two years ago, even though I've known you for like No forever. no. When you yeah. were over No. When yeah. you were over in Britain now this is where we <laughs> differ on this. When you were over in Britain, I remember turning on the radio and it was on and it's it comes on at what? around midnight. And and I think you were just Never kinda, happened. And you were just kinda like, What's this? What's that? Or something like that. And I was just like, Oh, it's the shipping forecast. What? And you were like, what's that? Oh, what's the shipping forecast? And I briefly explained what right, it was. All right, so what is it? Just tell me again. Well, wait, I've told everyone. Oh. You weren't listening, obviously. I was listening. Oh, yes. I remember. <laughs> what is it, then? It gives the forecast for the ships around the islands. Yes. Yes. The weather forecast. And it's done um, for people who like meat. No. Or something. <laughs> Nothing to do with meat, anybody. Okay, tell us all about it. It's a very serious it. subject, you know. Sorry. Because I'm going to go back to... Let me take you back to 1859. Okay. Please when do. Admiral Robert Fitzroy was sitting at home in London reading his barometer and seeing that the air pressure had dropped, he knew there was a storm coming. Are you reading this off of Wikipedia? No, this is my... <laughs> this is, I wrote this specially for this episode. Okay, please continue. But with no way to warn anyone, there was nothing he could do. As a result, the ship, the Royal Charter, which was on the last leg of its journey from Australia to Liverpool. thought you were laughing then. <laughs> You're laughing at me doing my narration here. <laughs> no, no. Continue. Sorry about that. Continuing. Uh, the Royal Charter, which was on the last leg of its journey from Australia to Liverpool, where had like miners aboard who'd been doing the Australian gold mines and stuff, so it was a lot of rich people, I'm presuming. This was, this was in when? 1859. 1859. 
um, and it sunk off the Anglesey coast and over 450 lives were lost. And he he felt bad, Fitzroy, because he knew there was a storm coming, but he had no way to warn anyone about this. I mean, he could predict the weather in, in, a, in a sense, so he could save lives at sea. And he was like, so on the basis of that guilt and, you know, all that, he devoted his life to predicting the, the weather forecast, you know, for to save lives at sea. Um, he commanded the HMS Beagle, which on its second voyage took Charles Darwin around ah. the, Galapag the Galapagos Islands. Yeah. And so he was quite famous, Fitzroy, and he pretty much invented, he founded the Met Office, as we know it, you know, today. Well, not as we know it today, but, you know. Again, not the Metropolitan Police. Not the police. Metropolitan Police, okay. the Meteorological Office, <laughs> the weather people. And, you know, he started um, using telegraph technology to, like, um, do his reports around Britain because he was very good with barometers and, you know, yeah. it was very interesting to him, you know, how low pressure meant, oh, there's going to be a storm or right. whatever, you know. Um, and he didn't want to call them, like, prophecies or predictions because he didn't want people to think, oh, it's witchcraft. How's he doing this, you know? Oh, yeah. Because, you know, in that time, everybody thought, you know, if he, if he predicted something was going to happen, it's a witch, burn him! <laughs> so he called them forecasts. And, you know, at first, when they started being printed in the newspaper, all the readers was like, oh, yeah, his for he's predicting the weather. What, what's, this, what's this all about, you know? It's <laughs> right. like, nobody can predict the weather. It's going to rain. We don't know when it's going to rain. But, um... Sailors and fishermen came to depend on them because he was always right. He was accurate mm -hmm. with, you know, there's going to be a squall here or whatever, you know. Yeah. There's going to be a storm coming in on this side or whatever. Um, And when the BBC started up, they started the shipping forecast. which okay. And it's been going since the BBC's inception, I think. I think it was first on like Radio 1 or and then Radio, the light program or whatever. But now it's on always on Radio 4. Oh, yeah. Which is where everybody goes to live now. <laughs> the archers, the archers, <laughs> the archers and stuff like that. You know, it's very much kind of like Gardner's Question Time. It's a very much like a gentle, it's kind of like PBS okay. in Britain. Okay, right, right, right. Um, or NPR or whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. It's like a lot of like gentle programming mm -hmm. for the older person. Right. You know, of which there are many. <laughs> uh, but you know in the kind of like intervening years it became such a kind of like it kind of developed a cult following you know even with people who had no idea what it was about yeah this is what i've this is what i've heard about it um that people people turn it on and... people turn it on to go to sleep because it's kind of got this kind of like it's weird, you know. If you turn it on, it's like what is th what are these people talking about? And now the shipping forecast uh, on behalf of the Met Office from the yeah. BBC, and then they start saying things like, um, you know, Humber Thames southeast veering southwest, four or five, occasionally six later, thundery showers, moderate or good, occasionally poor, Tyne Dogger northeast three or four. Occasional rain, moderate or poor, and, and it's like, what in the crap and it's like, mean? it's like, it's code. It's like you know, yeah. And and 
funnily enough, during like the Second World War, I don't think they did it because it kind of sounds like code. Yeah. And it could be easy to like for co- codes for like spies and stuff. So mm-hmm. if the Germans were listening in, they'd think, oh, this is a code of some kind. <laughs> you know, yeah. we've got to um, decipher, decipher this. this. What are they talking about? <laughs> but like places like the Met Office named all the regions in the forecast after like islands, coastal towns and sandbanks. And there's one region called Rockall, which is literally, literally just a rock sticking out of the ocean with seag- which seagulls land on. You know, it's like regions around the thing. I mean, yeah. I have to show you, I have to pull up a map and show you, but I haven't got that. Uh, but it's all around, it's all regions around, you know, and they've got names like Dogger, Humber, Lundy, Viking, and the German Bight is kind of like northeast, northeast, northwest um, Europe, like yeah. around Germany and Holland and stuff, you know. Okay, yeah. So it's kind of like it's be- developed this cult following, right? With people who are just kind of, you know. It's kind of like rhythmic gentleness. Yeah, what was like, it? We were reading something or we saw something somewhere where someone said that they put it on the only way they can get their baby to go to sleep is by putting on the shipping forecast. People, you know, online now, right? People have got all the collected because it's been, it's every day. Yeah. They've collected like, I don't know, hundreds of shipping forecasts and strung them together for like three hours of the shipping forecast. And, you know, they just turn it on before they go to bed and then they fall asleep to it, you know? <laughs> Kind of like, yeah. It's kind of like ASMR oh, right. to people, you know, it's like an early version of that. Maybe ASMR, you know? <laughs> um, and there's people who like, oh, it's really comforting because, you know, I'm just lying in bed at night and I turn it on. And it's it's fun to think that I'm lying cozy in bed and the ship's out there listening to it, you know? Yeah. On the high seas that are like, oh, you know, better watch out or whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just here in bed listening to it too, you know. Right. And it's like people, you know, only sailors can know what it's about. Yeah. And I think it's kind because, like, of... like yeah. hum- Humber Thames. Well, Thames is a river. Right. What's Humber, though? The Humber is a river too. I think the okay. river Humber. Um, Dogger, I think that's kind of like a, a sandbank. Okay. Viking, that's going to be up near Norway. You know, that kind of, like, region. Right. Um, It's just around. And Biscay, and then there was, like, Finisterre, but they renamed renamed that Fitzroy in honour of Admiral uh, Fitzroy. And there was, like, an outcry about that. There was actually questions raised in Parliament when the BBC wanted to move the timing of the broadcast of the shipping forecast for, like, 12 minutes. And it, like people made a big outcry, and it was like, "Oh yeah, we've got, we've got to send this to Parliament now." You know, it's like, "Oh my God, only in Britain, only in Britain, that kind of thing would happen." And it's it's more recently, it's kind of come, you know, Olivia Coleman, who's going to be playing Queen Elizabeth II. Oh right. She says during the more emotional scenes during the Crown, I've got to like you know keep in character as, as the Queen because you know she's very stoic. The Queen, she doesn't really right, show emotion. Right. She's cool, collected. Yeah. And the only way I could do that is with an earpiece in my ear, listening to the shipping forecast to kind of like calm me down. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she says. You know, it's just like it's to keep my emotions in check. You know. <laughs> That's and, uh, so funny. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of like. It's it's very strange, really, you know, really. It's kind of like one of those cult things, you know, like maybe the canal boats and stuff like that. You know, it's, I mean, they, they won't need the shipping forecast or anything like that. But, you know, 
it's it's like a very if the shipping forecast stopped mm-hmm. you know they stopped doing the shipping forecast because basically they i think they can now because of technology well, and stuff like that say. you there's know there's no there's no real reason it should be on the radio where <laughs> sorry there's no real reason it should be on the radio where everybody can hear it right i mean at this point it should just be like something that's available just to people on ships that like I mean, originally, yeah, ori- that they can tune into. Yeah, that, yeah, know. that read really, yes, but it was like the BBC's kind of like transmitter or whatever would let it go out to the fishermen and the sailors or whoever was coming in, you know, whoever was in range of the of the broadcast. Right. And you know, everybody can tune into the BBC. So they. So how long does it run? It's I like mean, is it I just think it's like, like a weather forecast. It's like it's like a weather. It's program? it's just like a weather forecast. Yeah. Okay. I think it only runs like a maybe three minutes, something like that. I don't know exactly how long. Yeah. But they do one at midnight and they do one in the morning. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, it's just kind of like been one of those quirky things. Like we were watching something recently. Is it recently. live or is it recorded or do you know? It's, well, it's recorded. Yeah, I think it's recorded. Yeah. And, you know, they've got an announcer who just announces it and just goes do 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 and you know they do it kind of like in that way i think uh there was a announcer who was doing it for like 40 years i think his name was peter something peter jefferson maybe um he doesn't do it he recorded actually funnily enough he was he he left the bbc and now a variety of people do the shipping forecast Mm -hmm. but for like that there's a sleep app he recorded like a a version of the shipping forecast for that sleep oh, act for yeah. people to go to sleep to. So I, I guess people were just like, oh, I just turn on the shipping forecast and I'm out like a light, you know? Because <laughs> it's just kind of like so, hmm, 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 you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, well, and I mean, because it does sound like code or something, it, there's no like real sentence for you to focus on. Yeah, it's very, there's, there's said, kind of, there's kind of like, it's nautical as well you know veering means like it's talking about the wind yeah the wind is and backing you know mm-hmm. um four or five is like the, the i guess the the rate of the gale force or whatever you know yeah um thundery showers and all that kind of stuff it's very gentle and nice and you know i mean people People of people in other countries would not get it. Well, I wonder. If and anything... it's just kind of like it's it's become so ingrained in British tradition now that you know it can't go away. Yeah. It's just one of the weird things that makes you British. You know, it's like I oh, think... you grew up with the shipping forecast. You know. Yeah. Or you've wonder... heard it. I wonder if anything similar exists anywhere else. I mean, surely it does. Be other other countries have ships yeah, you know because <laughs> yeah, yeah. i mean I, I mean britain's got a, an island with a very i mean pretty much all of its history is mostly maritime yeah. you know mm-hmm. and yeah i mean it's just that kind of thing it's just very nice to fall asleep to i think you know it's just <laughs> oh yes you know so maybe asmr you know and all that kind of stuff people crinkling things and all that kind of stuff it's just yeah. gonna just the, the the monotone, the monotony of this kind of like report, and it means absolutely nothing. It sounds like gibberish, you know, like well, humble terms. Southeast, very <laughs> southwest. Yeah, I mean, only sailors can decode it. Yeah. But if you're listening to it on the thing, you know, it's like, what is this? You know. Yeah. And I mean, it's been going for well for decades now. I think it's hilarious 
how British people think that this is going to get, this might get ugly, actually. <laughs> I don't, I don't it's wanna, getting I ugly, don't, people. I don't word this. She's getting ugly <laughs> about wanna, British people. I don't want to word this like stiff upper lips. No, how British people sometimes criticize Americans for hanging on to the past. Let's say, you know, I can't think of a specific example, but they they kind of go on about. You, you mean talking about like the the, uh, the Revolutionary War or something? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, something like that. Whereas That's a in good Britain, example. it's very rarely taught. People don't even really know that much about it. You know, really. Yeah, and and if you ever go to Britain, um, the younger generation particularly is not so into like like in America, antiques and vintage stuff is really big all the time. In Britain, it's not so much with the younger generation that is i'd say they like modern things they want things to look sleek, sleek and, and modern and modern you know. yeah glass we don't want all this like old furniture from you know if i'm gonna go in a castle in a museum and see that i don't want to have it in my house you know whereas in america we like we we go to antique malls and we want to have all of that kind of stuff i guess it's probably because our history doesn't date back as far you know as a as a country, I mean, of course, there were people here, but we won't get into that now, will we? Um, That's for another episode. <laughs> but at the same time, Britain is very, like, clings very tightly to tradition and is very like, oh, no, we can't get rid of that, you know. And, and, and so... To me, it's hilarious that people want to get rid of the royal family, let's say. Yeah. I'm, I understand the reasons for it. But it's just never going to happen, is it? Because you guys love your tradition. I mean, you're throwing a fit when when uh, the shipping forecast is going to be moved by a few minutes. Yeah. You know? <laughs> How dare you move the shipping forecast a few minutes? It's It's been that time since time immemorial. <laughs> You know, I mean, you could say that that kind of thing, yeah, we do cling to our past and stuff. Yeah. But it's very, you know, it's very like in, it's kind of like sitting with the modern. It's like, you know, if you go around London, mm. people always say that, oh, it's like melding the modern with the antique, you know, yeah. with, the, with the old, the old with the yeah. new. And it's kind of like this weird kind of like marriage because you don't really see that. Unless you're up in like New England or something, you'll see in America. In yeah. America, oh, yeah. yeah, no. In Texas, pretty much everything's modern. It was built in the last fifteen years, you know, or something. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, if something from the 1980s. It's like, oh, look at this architectural Vintage. piece from the 1980s. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, that's kind of to me in Britain. You know, it's like if something's still there from the because you know usually it's kind of like from the last 10 years or from the last 200 years, you know, mm -hmm. like if you see something like, I don't know, I'm, um, the, 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 in London anyway, I'm going to stick to London here with the train stations, you know, you've got like King's Cross, you've got Victoria, right. they're all Isambard Kingdom Brunel design stations, mm -hmm. you know, they all have that Victorian industrial revolution look to them. Yeah. And, you know, that they, they all look old and stuff. And then you've got Euston Station, which was knocked down. 
or I guess it might have been bombed during the war, actually. Um, and it looks like it was built in the 1960s. You know, it's all very like blah blah blah. You know, it looks very <laughs> yeah, looks very blah. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just kind of like that kind of thing. The tradition in Britain is very much like oh, we're, we're holding on to that. You know? Yeah. If we if we can keep it, we're going to. <laughs> if we can keep it, we're going to, and we're going to work with it right now. Whereas, like, it's kind of different, I guess, over here, where they'll just learn, like, I'll oh, just get rid of it and get a new one. Yeah. You know? We're not really holding I'm on to, to it. I'm trying to think if we have anything like the shipping forecast. I, I mean, we, we don't that I know of like well, the shipping in, forecast. Well, in Texas, no. But you I just mean, really. I just mean, just anything in general that Americans would miss that Americans could first of all agree that this is something we love and we it's very unique to us and you know we don't want it we don't want it touched you know and I can't just off the top of my head think of anything no, I mean, well I, I can't obviously I mean I couldn't really say I mean I mean you compared BBC four to like NPR first of all I'd say I'd say probably more than half Americans don't even listen to NPR. You know? Yeah. So it's like, um, I, I don't know, their fresh air segment or something like that. If somebody said, oh, let's let's get rid of that. You you probably wouldn't. You would hear probably NPR people going, "No, we love we love that segment. You know, we want to keep that. We we really enjoy that." But yeah. nobody else would care. You know, uh, there's probably people in Britain. I'm I'm saying that you know, like as a whole country, you know, there's probably people in Britain who wouldn't blink an eye if the the BBC decided to stop doing the shipping forecast Do or anything like that. There's British people out there that have never that don't even know what the shipping forecast is. Probably, I mean, they're probably going to be quite younger than me. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe not. Maybe I've got people who are older than me that have never heard of the shipping forecast. Shipping forecast, what's that? Maybe, because you know? because your dad was a sailor, wasn't he? So yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe that's why. And, and, and we lived in coastal towns. And your grandfather was a sailor in, during the war, so maybe that's why you know about it. Maybe you, you are just maybe assuming Maybe I'm the that. only one in Britain who knows about <laughs> it. Maybe you are just assuming that everybody knows about it because you're relatively young ish <laughs> and know about young ish <laughs> well have you know i'm very young i don't know look, maybe i'm we in the should prime put, of life here we should put it out to the listeners to let us know if you are british let us know whether you know what the shipping forecast is do you use it as a sleep aid and do you use it as a sleep are aid? you obsessed with it like that one character on as time goes by that's just popped into my head now <laughs> I remember watching that show as time goes by with Judy Dench and Jeffrey Palmer, and there was one quest. There was one character on there who was she was obsessed with the shipping forecast. She was like, "Oh, duh, duh, duh. shipping forecast, shipping forecast," all the time. And all the other characters were like, "Why is she? Why is she obsessed with this so much? What is the <laughs> what is the deal there? You know?" Yeah. And it was that was like a running joke. And, and did um, you ever find out why she was? So I can't. Obsessed? No, I don't know. No, she was just obsessed with it. You know, and that was like her thing. You know. And I'm I'm, sh I'm sure there's people out there who are like they, they've got to get home because they've got to tune in to the shipping forecast, you yeah. know, because it's like oh that's my thing, you know. 
You know, it is. Oh, God. Sometimes I really wish we we filmed these podcasts because his eyes literally roll back in his head when he said that. <laughs> it's my thing, the shipping forecast. Don't take away oh the shipping forecast. No, but... Um, it's the only thing I've got. <laughs> but yeah, so if you're British, let us know whether or not you know what the shipping forecast is and whether or not you list, use it as a sleep aid or why you like it. Are you just Are you just one of these people who really think it's a code and it's like a spy code and you're trying to like, oh. Do those people really exist? Probably. There's probably some kind of conspiracy conspiracy theories. theories. Oh, that that shipping forecast. Yeah, that's that's to all the spies. That's that's to the Russian spies. That is. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, the no, shipping forecast. No, but I am also curious whether Anglophiles out there know what the shipping forecast is because I'm always. Any Anglophiles know what the shipping forecast is? Tell us about it. Yeah, if you are non-British and yet you. Have have heard the of the shipping forecast. forecast, know about the shipping forecast, and maybe even, I don't know, <laughs> is there some way that they can they can listen to Radio 4 online? Yeah, yeah. Uh, all the BBC radio is free. BBC TV is not. Right. You can't watch so, it in Britain, um, so may- outside of Britain. Um, so maybe but, there's people out there that even listen to BBC Radio 4 just to listen it's probably to the shipping now. forecast. What time is it? What time is it? Oh, it's it's five thirty nine <laughs> now. I think it comes on at midnight. So it'll be about, on. Soon. It'll be on soon. So <laughs> tune in for the shipping forecast. Um. Yeah, but I'm always surprised at how much Anglophi- some Anglophiles know about Britain. Uh, yeah, I mean, because you know, you we meet we meet some, and they're just kind of like, oh, I know about Doctor Who. I know about Downton Abbey. Um, the Beatles, you know, Harry Potter, you know, all that yeah. kind of stuff. And that's about it. Yeah. You know, it's like they don't know about the ship. What is the shipping forecast? You know, what's all that about? Yeah, and, but then uh, there are some that, oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're up on their canal knowledge and they know the all canals. about narrow boats. They know and... all about the narrow boats. They know the route, how to get from, you know... Bronston to wherever, you know. Yeah, they know about Marmite. and What's you know. Marmite? <laughs> yeah, so I'm always surprised about that. So if you are non-British and you know about the, the shipping forecast, let us know that as well because I am interested to know. Because I never considered myself an Anglophile before I met you. I mean, you know. I've made her an Anglophile. <laughs> I don't know. She knows everything. She's more British than me now. <laughs> But so I didn't I didn't know about any of this and and like I said I mean you you claim to have exposed me to the shipping to the shipping forecast early on but I don't I I, I remember I it I remember it, and I think you weren't even that you weren't maybe not that interested at the time or whatever you know but yes I remember I vaguely remember telling you about it back then you, you just obviously didn't take it in. <laughs> It's, but, um, it's all very interesting. It's all very interesting, <laughs> yes. It's all very droll. Um, but any- uh, anyway, yeah. we're going to... Now we're going to move on from the shipping forecast. Yeah, because we? I have a feeling that there may be some people like just listening and just waiting for us to stop talking so that they can find out how to gain a bonus entry into the giveaway we just posted the yesterday. bonus entry to the giveaway! And this is... Actually, we're recording this on Wednesday, so yesterday was Tuesday in our time, but it will have This is kind been... of getting a bit like the shipping <laughs> forecast again. 
Don't understand what you're talking about now. Okay, never mind. Anyway, we posted a giveaway. If you follow us on social media, you will have seen that. Um, we've posted it on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I'm going to get it on the website hopefully soon. Um but all you have to do is to follow us on one of our social media accounts. You do not have to follow us on all of them if you don't want to, but you are welcome to, and we appreciate you following us on all of them. Um, but you have to follow us on one of them. I believe you have to like the giveaway post wherever you have seen it, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Um, you'll need to reply to the giveaway post, T for me. And tag three friends. So that is the way to get one entry into our giveaway. And our giveaway, if you do go on our social media or our website, is a bunch of British snacks that we've collected from various locations all around the state of Texas. And we're not exaggerating about that. All around the state. <laughs> we've, just, we've just been going to all the places and just like snatching them up. But anyway... We've collected them. We've got some iron brews, some Twinings tea. Digestives. Digestives. Jammy Dodgers. We've got a lion bar. <laughs> lion bar. Yorkshire tea. Um, uh, fruit pastels. Fruit pastels. Some Monster Munch. Oh, pickled onion. You can't beat it. Walker's crisps. Hula hoops. Hula hoops. Um, I don't know. A bunch of stuff. I think there's like 15 different items. So go on there. Check that out. Give us an entry, and if you listen to our podcasts from now until the day that the giveaway closes, which, which is, is Halloween. Halloween, yeah, midnight at Halloween, um, we are going to be giving you a way to get one bonus entry in each podcast up until Halloween. Yeah. So our podcasts come out on Tuesdays and Thursdays, every Tuesday and Thursday, and up until Halloween, we will tell you a way to get a bonus entry. So, without further ado, today's bonus entry is to subscribe to us on our YouTube channel. Now, our YouTube channel... <laughs> it's a very sad YouTube channel. I will be uploading an actual video soon, but it's it's full of, like, our podcasts. Don't our, say like, it's background. sad. It's not that sad. Well, it's, it's not... Kind, it's, it's, it's kind of sad. It's it's not de fully developed yet. No. Um, It's going to be, though, because I've, I've shot a video in the British Emporium, and I'm doing some narration for it, so... Yeah. I'll be uploading that shortly, so look out for that. Yes. We are Fingers crossed for that, eh? We are slowly uploading our podcasts on there. I don't know whether anybody's listening to them on YouTube, but just to have some content on YouTube, we're putting our podcasts on there. But we are going to have our first video, and hopefully we're going to start making more videos over time to also be uploaded on there. But if you want to give us a subscribe, it will get you a bonus entry into the giveaway. Um... But if you do subscribe, be sure to DM us or tweet us or just send us a note on yeah, WhatsApp. Yeah, send us a note. And, uh, well, our YouTube is T and a Buddy, so, you know, just look for us on there, subscribe. Mm. Um, send us a note on there or on one of the videos and or Facebook group or Twitter or oh, Instagram. Right. You can, you know, just tell us who you are and... Mm -hmm. how you relate to the, the giveaway entry and everything. Right, right, right. Because 
oftentimes we've seen that people's YouTube names are not the same as their Twitter name, their Twitter handle, for example. So if you have already entered on Twitter and then you subscribe to us on YouTube and your names are different, we're not going to have any way to connect those. So you could leave us a comment on YouTube and tell us your Twitter name or your Instagram name or your Facebook name or whatever, or you can tweet us or Instagram us and let us know your yeah, YouTube. DM us on Instagram YouTube or something. Name. Yeah. Yeah. Saying you subscribed on YouTube and mm-hmm. this is who, this is who I am. Yeah. And we'll enter you. Yes. And when you follow, when you subscribe, all of that, you have to stay followed. You have to stay subscribed in order to win. Forever. When we'd forever. And uh, you don't <laughs> want to unsubscribe anyway, because we're wonderful people. No. And we've got, all the great we talk about things like shipping forecasts because <laughs> yes. you will love them yes yes you love it so that is the way to enter to get a bonus entry i don't even know what i'm talking about i'm becoming delirious now it's a shipping forecast that is today's bonus entry to subscribe to our channel on youtube we are Tea and a Buddy. We're Tea and a Buddy, yeah. If you can't find us by searching for Tea and a Buddy, our YouTube link is on our website. Yeah. And you can click get to it on, through social media as well if, yeah. you, if you need to. But Links everywhere. Yes. So that's the way to enter. And I think we'll talk to you next time. We'll talk to you next time with another bonus entry. Yep. So be sure and listen to all the podcasts. All of them. All of them. (laughs) Not just one. All of them. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.